0: Five Looks like Darcy Lynch on that gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by Passion, focused on Motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio podcast show brought to you by FMF. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and one young man who knows quite a bit about FMF exhaust systems, both two-stroke and four, uh, because he operates motorcycles with with both of them on his motorcycle from time to time, especially uh, when filming Premix 2, a movie that you should probably go see, and if I take any longer introducing him, he might fall asleep. Colt Nichols, how's it going?
1: (laughs) Hey, how you doing, my man?
0: Hey, not doing too bad, my friend. It's uh, we're in the hot, the, the middle of summer up here in Canada, uh, which, believe I it or not, it. is pretty damn hot as far as we're concerned. It's high eighties, low nineties, <laughs> uh, which is surprising considering we get down to minus fifty. But uh, how are things by you now? Two weeks after your 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 uh, return to the professional series. Lots of time under your belt on the motorcycle and, uh, obviously, uh, coming back with a machine or a, a body that's feeling 100% uh, because I think I don't think you could say that when you came back at Supercross earlier this year.
1: Uh, I definitely couldn't say that uh, uh, <laughs> earlier this year. But, man, I, I'm glad to uh, actually be healthy. and uh, that, that was the main thing. You know, coming back from injury was to, uh, to just make sure the arm was actually up to the challenge, you know, And then after that, it was just a matter of um, when I was comfortable, when I thought I was ready. And we got to a point during the week where it was like, okay, well, you know, we've uh, done about all the motos we can do. And, uh, you know, now we're at a point where we need to just go out and gain some race experience. So that's kind of what led to the decision to go race at Muddy Creek. And it was uh, an eventful little weekend. It obviously did not go as planned. I mean, it never does, but uh, that's all right. You know, last weekend was better. We're getting better during the week. We're kind of figuring out what we need to do motorcycle-wise, um, off the motorcycle as well, where I was lacking and where we can obviously be a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it's going good. I'm, I'm happy with everything. We're in a good spot right now, um, getting some more experience, a little more time, and I uh, never hurt anybody, so I'm happy with it.
0: For sure. Uh, This is a situation where in a lot of ways you kind of have to kick it day by day because you yourself are uh, jumping into a series which is a lot like jumping onto a treadmill going 100 miles an hour. Uh, Your competitors are... Are, uh, they've raced themselves into shape if they weren't in top physical condition going into the series. They've sorted out their motorcycles as far as changes they wanted to make weeks ago. Uh, and uh, and they've also just, did they've, they've, they're in the flow of a series. Uh, what's it like stepping into that? Obviously, you had your first opportunity to do that in Tennessee. Uh, a, 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 honestly, a, a respectable first moto with the 10th and then a, a crash on the second moto, you end up uh, 20th, uh, which is obviously not where you want to be. Um, on the ground is not where you want to be first, foremost, but, uh, um, just tell to walk us through kind of getting that first one out of the way and, uh, like maybe not really looking too much at the results.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that was the biggest thing was, you know, we, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into and, uh, the challenges that kind of lied ahead of me. And like I said, we were at a point where during the week I was like, okay, you know, we got to a point where, uh, you know, we did X amount of motos. And once we got to that point, they were like, okay, we feel like you're good enough to go race. And, um, that first one, like you said, first moto was, was pretty good. I got 10th and, um, it was kind of a weird race. You know, I, I was happy where I was though. I was like, you know, I'll take that for the first one. And the second one, horrible start. And, uh, the race pace kind of was uh, a little shocking, I think to me at first, not because I, just cause I wasn't used to it. You know, it's, it's been a while, and, uh, when you're out there and you don't have that intensity during the week, I know, you know, we ride, uh, me, Plessinger, Coop, uh, Justin Cooper, uh, even Ferrandis. every now and then we all kind of ride together, but it's just different when you're in a race scenario and there's bikes everywhere. And, um, it, I was probably a little overwhelmed, um, a little bit, that second moto and first moto the first, you know, eight minutes or so of the race when everyone's trying to figure themselves out. And, uh, I needed that though. You know, that's what I needed. I couldn't get that at home. So that's kind of why we went and raced and. It was good. I, I was bummed about the crash. Um, that was actually the first time I'd crashed since I started riding again um, from the Supercross injury. And I kind of landed right on my arm and it just kind of gave me a dead arm. And uh, it was just a really uncomfortable feeling. It obviously made me kind of nervous because that's the first time I'd hit it. But the thing felt strong. It just, you know, gave me a little bit of a dead arm. So uh, that was kind of the poor performance. And the second moto was a little due to that. But um that's all right you know i I was kind of coming in with my eyes open i kind of knew what to expect these guys are mid-season form i've never jumped into a series like that i've always started from the beginning and then took off so that was kind of a new experience for me and uh it's tough you know when these guys kind of have their legs underneath them and they've already got the kinks worked out and i'm jumping in you know full tilt trying to just be like where are we at you know so it was good though you're not going to do that uh sitting at home you kind of have to get out there and just see what happens and uh that's exactly what we did
0: for sure. It's no different than showing up late for work. You kind of uh, like, you, you don't really know what the flow of the day is like uh, when you first show up or when you know, if you show up in the middle of things. So, uh, um, for yourself, um, just getting acclimated, starting to uh, get a few races under your belt, and uh, those motos will start. Uh, obviously, this, this last weekend, Southwick, um, one of the most physically demanding tracks on the circuit as as well as this particular year they decided to uh as john Dowd was quoted it's old school southwick and rough and gnarly and i'm sure that really helped out your uh, your emergence coming back to it eight eight for sixth overall which is a bit fortunate honestly but uh um yeah like like like, like the next step to getting feeling like a racer again.
1: Yeah, no, that was huge for me to log some, uh, you know, some single digits um, moto scores. That kind of was the idea, you know, when I came back was to, to be inside the top 10, you know, logging some decent motos. And, yeah, the the overall actually worked out okay. And um, normally it usually works in the opposite for me for whatever reason. I seem like I always kind of shafted on the overall. So <laughs> I went 8-8 for 6, and I was like, well, I'll take that, you know. So oh, it was – sure. uh, It was, it was a brutal day though, man. The track was super gnarly. Um, it was so damn hot. It was rough. That was outdoor motocross at its finest right there. And, uh, honestly it was awesome. I I have, I've been having so much fun being back at the races and enjoying the process. And, you know, it's hard when you sit on the couch and I've been doing that a lot, you know, the past year or so. And, um, it's tough, man. you do a lot of soul searching when you're sitting on the couch and, for me just being back in the race and actually trying to enjoy the process of what we're doing and, um, you know, enjoy just being there. Cause I mean, it's tough, dude. I mean, you're sitting on the couch and yeah, you don't totally. want sitting on the couch. So for me, I was like, I, I really just want to enjoy what I'm doing and uh, have a lot of fun on the weekends, bring some positivity around and for myself and, and everybody else. And then, uh, you know, just enjoy what we're doing. It's, it's hard. Um, when you're not doing it it's, it's really tough for me this last one kind of took it out of me a little bit it was it was a tough injury to come back from for me mentally um so it, it was good to be back at the races and I, i'm getting my feet more and more wet we're trying to figure some things out and uh i'm happy with the progress it's I, obviously everybody wants to be doing a little better than they are unless you're winning and that's just the way we are we're competitive people but uh i'm happy we're moving in the right direction at least
0: for sure, it, like the you're you're a bit of a caged lion when it comes to uh, sitting on the sidelines and the the the, the gate doesn't stop dropping every single weekend. There's another race and there's another opportunity to prove your metal. And if you're not able to do so, uh, I would have a hard time even watching those motos uh, at all because you, just, you want, you want to be there. Right. And honestly for yourself on a team where uh, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this Colt, but you're the only guy on the team that hasn't won a moto this year. So I don't know if maybe they're reminding you of that week to week, but uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like maybe those guys might be giving you the gears a little bit.
1: Oh, I mean, definitely. I mean, definitely. It's, uh, that's just the way it works, you know, being on the team. And that's what's tough, you know, too, For even for me coming back was, you know, these guys are doing so good um, each weekend, you know. So the expectation, obviously, is there. they're doing it. Why can't you, you know, is, is kind of the idea I obviously came into it with. And um, that they have been really awesome, though. They have been, awesome. yeah, no pressure on me to do anything, take your time. You know, just we just want you to stay healthy, get through these motos. Um, enjoy what you're doing and and that 's really been the attitude with me um for this season you know for the re- for the remaining round so they've been they 've been really really good with me i've been blessed that they 've been you know kind of taking their time and being patient with me and uh but but it is tough you know, I see all these guys doing good, and I see Brandis coming back you know he obviously had a pretty big injury himself, and he 's able to run up there and do really well and do all this stuff and the competitive side of me is you know like damn you know I, I want to be doing that just right now, you know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, for some people, it doesn't work that way. You know, we're, we're going to have to ease into it a little bit more. I, I want to get there, though. I feel like I can get there. I have the potential to do it. I have all the tools to do it. I feel great. The week riding We're making good improvements with the bike, and I'm happy. So we will get there in due time.
0: Fair enough. And oh uh, yeah, obviously, uh, everyone re- comes back to things at their own pace. And you've actually been known as one of those guys who comes back uh, and actually is able to to pull off some pretty impressive finishes, um, either like ready, not fully ready, regardless of your situation. Uh, I think like you've had podiums in that situation, uh, including earlier this year when you knocked off a podium at the first Supercross uh, the race that you entered, I, be- I believe. Is that not correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. First one at Dallas. I got a a little lucky. Big first term pilot, but I was I was beyond pumped on that. I was going to take it anyway. I could get it. So yeah. that was a, that was a cool experience for me. So
0: for sure. And obviously, uh, working into a series where all these guys are moving forward and they're they've all got their bikes figured out, that might be a little bit more difficult to just jump on the treadmill and start ripping off moto wins. But uh, steadily moving your way forward towards the pack, um, like you're a guy who's he's you've. Uh, like last year, you got a nat- you got a national podium um, overall, and uh, that's where I feel like you you should be, and where I, th- I think that you think you should you should be as far as the the results go. Um, when you go eight eight though, uh, when you come across the line, do you like look at those draw- results and be like, okay, cool, that's better than last weekend. We're moving forward, or like, are we stoked on an eighteen or an eight eight?
1: Um, y- yes and no. I mean, obviously, the competitive side of me is. Like, absolutely not. You know, we want to be on the podium. We want to be battling these guys. and The biggest thing with me the the last two races is that I haven't really been in the race. It's been uh, a bad start, all four motos. And then it's been trying to catch that big pack in front of me. You know, there's usually the guys that start inside the top ten. And then, you know, I'm starting back at 15th, 20th, whatever. And um, I, I'm riding up into a good position. But the guys in front of me are so far gone, I'm out riding in no man's land. You know, and that, that's honestly harder than being right in the middle of a battle because at least you're kind of focused on, you know, trying to either protect your line or do whatever. And, um, that's been the hardest part for me is once I get 15 minutes in the mode, I'm literally by myself. I'm like, wow, this sucks. But, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm by myself at a process track or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to be battling four podiums and, you know, trying to compete at least with these guys, you know, be in the mix. Um, I would love to just start there. Then, you know, kind of just see what happens. I feel like I have pace and endurance and um, all the tools necessary. You know, I just obviously have to put it all together. But once again, that's just a confidence thing. And getting back into the same thing, when you go do this, you know, you kind of remind yourself over and over. Then uh, that's kind of when everything starts getting put together. It's kind of crazy how that works. But see the guys with confidence. Even if they don't come off the gate the best or they – a little late on a the shift. They're still somehow towards the front on the start every single time. And, uh, that's just a confidence thing, man. It's kind of just the way it works. And I, I believe in myself, obviously, and what I'm doing, but it's just different. You know, when you haven't been doing it every weekend and these guys have, and you're trying to find your footing a little bit, but, um, no, I'm definitely shooting, shooting, just try to get on the box before the season. And I'd love to obviously do it this next weekend and then, uh, kind of keep building from there and just see what happens. Um, but I am really happy with everything. I, I know kind of where I stand as far as speed-wise. I've been riding with the, you know, I ride with the points leader every single day. You know, and he obviously does very well. So I, I kind of know where I'm at. And the Same thing with Justin Cooper. I think he's been the fastest qualifier three, four times this year. So the kid knows how to go fast. Um, so I'm, I'm around very good company. So that, that's the idea, though, is uh, try to work on getting a little bit better, try to tackle that podium, and we'll be all right.
0: Uh, you will be. And yeah, you're in some fast company, that is for sure. And I think these next two tracks are something that uh, I think the, they play to your strengths a little bit. Uh, you're, um, you're like a central time zone kind of guy. I think there's a lot of traction to be had at the next two tracks, and they also get rough and rutted, which is something that uh, I think really plays into uh, into your, your strengths as a rider. Um, like... I think honestly, for for you, uh, obviously, it's going to take some time, and it's gonna, the the comfortability needs to be out there. But it's also going to take that one moto, the one moto where you happen to rip a start, you 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 ride with the guys that you know you need to be with, and uh, and, and from there you get the ball rolling. And, um, and for for a lot of guys, it's like that. There's a there's plenty of other guys within the. the the series right now that have been racing from the, from Hangtown forward that haven't had that moto yet that, uh, that has like allowed them to really have that confidence say, yeah, I can do this.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, that's literally all it is. They're battling with the guys a little bit and um, it just ends up working out, you know, to where you're in the pace and, you're like, wow, I can do this. You know, these guys aren't any better than I am. And then it kind of starts to click from there. So that's definitely the idea. Just need to start up front and, um, you know, kind of see what happens after that. But I would love to do that.
0: Sooner than later, absolutely. But uh, so, uh, let's talk about uh, some off off the bike stuff. Um, You just came uh, back from the uh, the grocery store. I I called you a little bit late because you were uh, grabbing some groceries. Uh, First of all, where do you go to get your groceries? What's in the cart when you're there? And when you when you get a text from me saying I want to do a podcast, are you like full blown supermarket sweep style running through the grocery store trying to get all your stuff? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, but uh, No, I go to this little place down the road It's called Ralph's, and okay. uh, it's just Really close and convenient, so that's why I go there um, They have pretty much everything I need, but dude, to be honest, I don't really even Need to go to the grocery store anymore um, I BC go for like a handful of things BC Fit Meals has got me Covered for lunch and dinner, and then actually uh, We get our breakfast made um, From a guy named Tyler Kolesiak He's been yes. kind of helping out our program This whole past year, and um, yeah, right, Tyler on the show last on week. Yeah, he's the man. So he's been helping us out a lot, man. He's a he's a really good dude, very knowledgeable. Um, you know, with everything that has to do with nutrition, and uh, you know, he's been helping us quite a bit with that. And um, you know, for me, I get a handful of small little things. You know, some fruit, um, little stuff that doesn't obviously come with the meals that I eat. Yep. water, some sparkling water every now and then. Um, but honestly, not much. Those guys have me really dialed. I don't really need to go to the grocery store much and grab anything, really.
0: For sure, that that was my uh, like. Honestly, of all the things that I was able to be a part of when I went down to California this last year with Will Batante over at uh, BC Cafe, he had me signed up with the BC Fit Meals for the last four weeks of my six week trip. And uh, I don't, I don't know if you're, you're too like. Like in tune with what uh, road trip costs are, Colt down to California for six <laughs> weeks, but groceries oh, yeah. is a big one. So <laughs> they saved oh, me yeah. a ton of time, money, and uh, felt healthier on top of that. So uh, yeah, I was I was on the program, dude, and I was loving it.
1: Yeah, the convenience, honestly, you can't you cannot beat it, dude. Like for me, it's it's pretty retard proof, honestly, just yeah. because it's like okay, well, you have to eat this a certain day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tyler's got a sound where we're eating at certain times, certain—I mean, everything. You know, so for, for us, it's it's just so nice. I mean, to go to the grocery store and do it the right way, it's obviously it's easy to do. People do it all the time, but it's just the fact of the convenience, um, the planning. I mean, they they take all of that out of the equation for us, so it just makes it really nice. You know, we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. It's it's just ready to go, and uh, I prefer it that way. So. <laughs>
0: for sure you don't have to worry about being uh an all-star chef you have to worry about being an all-star motocross racer i'm sure that you have the ability to bake a chicken breast but uh like between um getting up motos um a quick workout, a spin, this, that, and the other thing. By the end of the day, yeah, okay, I'm going to whip out the pots and pans. We're making some rice. We're making steamed veggies and uh, and, and chicken breast uh, 10 times in a row. There's not a whole lot of variety in there because, let's be honest, most of us <laughs> are lazy as far as coming up with ideas for stuff. Always tastes good. Super easy. Yeah, you, like, you get home. I'm hungry right now. Let me grab my BC Fit Meal microwave or frying pan boom now i'm eating now i'm getting my nutrition and it's that easy
1: that is that easy very convenient i love it they're doing a awesome job there too so it's been a cool program to be a part of man I'm, i've been pretty pumped about it
0: awesome man well it's it's got to be getting close to seven o'clock your time colt nichols it's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast my friend last couple questions before i let you go sound good
1: sounds good my man
0: do you make smoothies
1: Smoothies. Um, so so. We we actually have been having smoothies, um, in between first and second moto on the weekends. It's kind okay. of a new thing we're doing this year. Um, just because it, it's kind of hard for us to eat. You know, if you exert yourself that hard in a moto, a, a lot of times you get these stomach cramps, and um, it's just really hard to try to get anything down. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing the the smoothie thing. It's a, it's a little easier, and we still get everything that we need, um, and we don't feel so drained. Obviously, if we go without eating anything, so. Um, we've been doing it in between logos, uh, every now and then during the week and at home. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I, I really don't have to, um, we're pretty, pretty sticking to the program with everything. And I never really feel like I'm in a spot where I'm hungry or I need something or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I enjoy this movie. That's the damn show.
0: Fair enough. And so, uh, are you at liberty to say what's in this smoothie that you're enjoying? Because uh, I had just enjoyed myself a uh, blueberry chocolate banana smoothie. It was pretty good.
1: Ooh, that sounds pretty banging. Um, oh, yeah. Honestly, on the weekend, as far as what we're doing on the weekends, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Swanee so just hands it to me and says, drink this. So, <laughs> I don't really know. Um, yeah. So, he just says, hey, this is what we're going to have. And him and Tyler have obviously went over all that stuff as far as what we have in there. And um, what we're actually drinking, but, um, but it's, it's probably pretty basic. If I had to guess like the smoothie I was having beforehand that I would make myself was just, some Rhino power protein powder, um, a little bit of carbofuel, banana, uh, some almond butter, like gluten-free oats, um, just a handful of little things depending on what direction I'm trying to go with it. Or I would, you know, do something a little more elaborate, and do some spinach and a little bit of avocado and all kinds of crazy stuff in there. Um, yeah, switch it up a little bit every now and then. A little flavors nice.
0: Fair enough. And uh, last question for you before I let you go to dinner. If you're having myself over, like we're, we're planning an, uh, an evening of watching old 90s motocross videos, uh, what are you making for dinner? It's, this is completely on you.
1: Ooh, that is a good question. Um I don't know what what what's your flavor? What do you like? What what kind of protein do you like? I'm, guys, I'm easy. I want only.
0: I want this this the the Colt Nickel specialty. I want like you, there's nothing I make better than this.
1: Hmm. Hmm hmm.
0: Well, if I ever make something on my own,
1: um, I, I do like pasta. I'm a pasta guy. Some gluten-free okay. pasta with uh, some type of maybe salmon, some shrimp, something okay. like that. I I'm re- yeah. I really like fish a lot big fish guy um yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah i usually i usually try to eat that quite a bit i honestly don't have to get that much anymore obviously the bc thing i have it for lunch every now and then and stuff like that but uh really really like eating eating some fish some whatever this past weekend saturday night i had some swordfish with some lump crab on top of it and it was yeah. unreal
0: that does sound awesome well uh oh yeah um, that's to go-to yeah, absolutely. Well, next uh, January, when I uh, trip myself down 36 hours from Winnipeg to California, let's sit down. Let's watch some old, like, Moto Triple X terra firma's and have our, ourselves some seafood.
1: It hey, sounds like a plan. I'll get plates ready. Let's do it.
0: All right, cool, man. Well, you get the rest of your evening, your dinner, no doubt. I really appreciate the time. Don't hang up just yet. But for podcast's sake, we're going to cut it off right there.
1: Oh, yeah. Done